I'm joined now by Art Shamsky, who's a former Major League Baseball player for the Cincinnati Reds, New York Mets, Chicago Cubs, and Oakland Athletics. Sham played from 1965 to 1972 and is best known for the integral role he played on the 1969 World Series champion Miracle Mets. During that fateful season, Art batted an even 300 with 14 dingers, but it was his prowess in the 69 postseason batting cleanup with an average of 538 that cemented his place in the hearts and minds of Mets fans forever. Art, thanks for joining me on the 77 WABC Early News. It's my pleasure. Great to talk to you. Awesome. So I want to get started here, Art. Uh, I want to talk to you about your late great former manager and friend, Gil Hodges, who has been inducted into the National Baseball Hall of Fame as of yesterday, uh, Sunday, July 24th. From what I understand, Art, you were in Cooperstown uh, for the ceremony, correct? Yeah, the Mets brought myself and uh, uh, Ron Soboda, Ed Crane, Poole, and Cleon Jones up and... uh, uh, you know, it was uh, it was just uh, it's amazing that Gil finally went in. Uh, over the years, everybody's tried to help promote him getting in, and uh, for whatever reason, it just took this long. But you know, he was a great manager, a terrific ball player. I watched him as a kid growing up when I grew up in St. Louis with those great Dodger teams, and they were only overshadowed because the Yankees were so dominant in the era. But Gil had a great career, and uh, you know, for all of us who played under him uh, and watched him. Uh, and listen to him and, uh, you know, just never could understand why it took so long for him to get in. And unfortunately he died at such a young age, 47, I think he was three days short of 48 years old. And uh, I, I, we all believe that the, the Mets would have won on, you know, more world championship if Gills had to live longer. But uh, in any case, we're just glad he's, he's finally in and uh, it's, it's certainly great for the family. Yeah, and that's really great that that uh, all you guys were able to you know attend the ceremony and and really pay your respects in, in that way. He really was one of those larger than life superstars of the game during his playing playing years, as you mentioned, and then obviously led your very own Miracle Mets in '69 to that World Series, calling the shots as manager. Uh, you and Gil actually came to New York together in 1968. Was there a sort of intimidation factor that came with having such a legendary name as your manager? And you know what what was Gil's relationship like with his players, and more specifically with you? Well, on a personal level, uh, I had the utmost respect for Gil. Um, I can really look back and, uh, you know, I never had that many close conversations with him. He was just a, a guy that was, uh, we all knew him by reputation. And, and um, you know, he was a stern, uh, tough guy, but the reality of it, he knew the game. He was one step of everybody else in terms of uh, being able to manage. And, you know, when you look back on that 69 team, um, it really was a, a team that everybody got involved, and he made he, he got everybody play, and and you knew you what you stood, uh, where your status was on the team, and I think that was great for all of us. And yeah, as you mentioned, I, I came over in 1968, his first year as manager, along uh, with Tommy Agee and, and uh, Al Weiss and J.C. Martin. A couple guys came at the same time, and and I remember the very first day of spring training in 1968, uh, he said that. Just want everybody to know you're not going to be the same old Mets. And right off the bat, I knew that he was going to be tough and and and, and firm. But the reality was that we wouldn't have won without him as managing in 1969. Um, the fact is that uh, he was just a, a guy that knew how uh, knew how to deal with players and how got everybody involved. I'm not sure he could manage in today's game because. Um, you know, that kind of manager doesn't seem to exist anymore. But the reality of it is he was a manager who managed by feel. He had a feel for the game and, and got everybody involved. And I think that really is the true legacy of that 69 team where everybody had some 
part in us winning the championship, and I think that's been really been passed on from generation to generation. Yeah, and I actually wanted to get, uh, in my next question here, I wanted to get to this year's team and this year's manager, Buck Showalter. Uh, you know, he's kind of as, as old school as you would get as you would see in today's game in terms of uh, managers. Are there any sim- similarities you can pinpoint off the top of your head between Gill's managerial habits and that of Buck Showalter, who is, uh, as I mentioned, currently at the helm of this year's Mets team? Yeah, I think Buck is a, a rare breed in, in today's uh, Major League Baseball uh, as far as managers go. I, uh, you know, it's, it seems like everything is printouts and sabermetrics and, uh, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. And I think that the, I, I don't know what the, me- the situation is with the mess in terms of what uh, uh, powers that Buck has in terms of making out the lineup, et cetera. But uh, it seems like managers today in the big leagues just, uh, you know, they follow the lead of the front office and all these guys who are doing these sabermetrics and printout sheets and everything. But I do think Buck is a little bit of a throwback to the old style managing, and it's paying off for the Mets. They certainly have had a, a terrific team so far this year, and hopefully it'll continue. And who knows, there might even be a great, uh, you know, Yankee Met World Series at some point, uh, and hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later. But I do think Buck is a little bit of that uh, old style managing uh, uh, and I think it's paid off. Uh, you know, the game has changed so much in the last, uh, I don't know, 20, 30 years. Uh, there's not much small ball anymore. It's not about trying to find ways to win. It's just about home runs and RBIs. And and, and I think that, um, you know, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I like the old style of game because it gets the fans involved and, and uh, you can second guess the manager if there's a bunt player hit and run or steal, whatever it might be. But today's game is all about power. And, and um, you know, I, when Gil was managing, it was about finding ways to win. That's all he, he, he indoctrinated us, just find ways to win, whether it's two to one, five to four, ten to nine, uh, just find ways to win. And, and, and again, I just uh, think Buckshaw Walters a little bit of a throwback to that, and uh, you know, hopefully it continues. Yeah, I, I would 100% have to agree. Uh, we're speaking with Art Shamsky here on the 77 WABC Early News, former Major League Baseball player for the 1969 World Series champion, Miracle Mets. Art, uh, I want to get to the on-field product of your 69 Mets and how they kind of compare to this year's on-field product, uh, this year's Mets team, currently up two and a half games in the NL East on the Atlanta Braves. Do you see any similarities in terms of the makeup of both teams? What made them? What, what has made you? What made you guys successful in '69 versus what makes this year's team successful up to this point in the season? Well, they certainly, have, as, as much as I followed it, uh, they certainly have had, had some timely pitching and they've got some some great arms as we did back in 1969. Of course, with Tom Seaver and Jerry Kuzman and Nolan Ryan and Tug McGraw and Jim McAndrew and the list goes on and on. We had the pitching and. We had a terrific defensive team up the middle with Jerry Grody behind the plate and Bud Harrelson and Al Weiss and Kenny Boswell at second base and Tommy Agee at center field. So, you know, they're finding ways to win, which is really the secret to success. But, um, you know, I I, I think that uh, we'll see what happens in the second half. They they, they certainly had uh, their way with the first half of the season. But I will say this, as I looked at it, uh, they started off great in teams like Philadelphia and, and even Atlanta early in the season. Um, we're not playing well, and they took advantage of that. Uh, and the Miami, of course, and Washington. So the Mets took advantage of that. But it's good. Uh, Atlanta's coming on strong now. They got a terrific team. So we'll see what happens. But it should be exciting baseball for for New Yorkers and Mets fans. And and with the Yankees doing as well as they're doing, New York baseball is really going strong right now. 
Yeah, it's a great time to be a New York baseball fan. Not so much yesterday, or not so much last week, with the Yankees dropping uh, those two to the Astros. They they do seem to be the kryptonite of the Yankees. But I want to stick with the Mets here. The million dollar question wrapping up: uh, Can the 2022 Mets tap into that same magic that you that you guys experienced in 1969? And plainly put, can they win the World Series this year? Of course they can. And think about it. Baseball now is that. Um, it's just get to the playoffs. Find a way to get into the playoffs because anything can happen in short series. And, and the way the game is set up today, uh, today is that uh, if you can just make the the playoffs and, and have some momentum going for you, anything can happen. And, and there's no reason why the Mets uh, can't continue to play well. And, you know, Atlanta is always going to be there. They always seem to have that team that's, that's going strong uh, towards the end of the season. That's That's the one team I think the Mets really have to, look out for in their division but but it uh, it should be interesting and and i think the fans will really be excited as we get into uh, uh, august and september where the games are really really important they're always important i, I want to say that early games aren't, aren't important but uh, august and september really kind of separates the really good teams from the from the not so really good teams. so it should be exciting i'm pulling for them because i think uh, new york Mets fans are the best and uh, and they deserve uh, some some success sooner rather than later so I'm hoping that this year could be it. Well, they definitely do, and I know I'll be watching. I know you'll probably be watching as well. Art, thanks so much for joining me today on the 77 WABC Early News. My pleasure. Thanks again. And I'm Justin Ellick, your voice for sports.